Welcome to the Peepcast, brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. It is February 26, 2022. The new league year is just a few short weeks away. Today we discuss the other guys, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Kirk Cousins, and how does Devontae Adams play into the quarterback carousel. We'll discuss it all today. Football is here. Let's get it. All right, welcome to our first ever live edition of the Peepcast. I'm Brandon Peebler. We got Ronnie Eason over there. Follow us on Twitter at the Peepcast, at Peebler22, at Ronnie Eason. We love to interact with you, and we'd also love to interact with you uh, during the show. So please send us some comments. We'd love to pull them up on the screen, have some live discussion. Uh, but Ronnie, we're live. How do you feel, buddy? Feeling different? Uh, a little bit. It's a little nerve nerve wracking, but you know, the first time, uh, fortunately we did get to experience it with a, a fellow content creator a few weeks back. So not completely uh, out of the, out of the comfort zone here, but a little bit still. Awesome. Scott, I see you're joining us, man. I see the eyeballs. That's great. We'd love to have you. So we got a lot to talk about. So last week, or actually our last episode, we kind of unpacked a lot of the stuff about the quarterbacks. But then the more that we unpacked, I think we realized that there was even more that we can kind of dive into. And one of the uh, big ones that we start to kind of look at that was we we're kind of keeping our eyes on was was Kyler Murray, kind of what was going on with his situation in, in Arizona. What, what are your thoughts on that, Ronnie? You know, uh, some of the things that I was hearing coming out of there uh, was a little concerning uh, when you're uh, – franchises telling the world that your franchise quarterback is self-centered, not a leader. Uh, that, that can be kind of worrisome, but uh, I, uh, you've got some news here lately on a kind of, uh, sounds like they might be reconciling some things. Do you think that that was like just off season chatter, like people coming up with different narratives because it was the beginning of the off season. Do you really think that there was some tension there? I think there was some tension there for sure. Uh, I think that uh, his performance in that game was was not good, and I think there was some, uh, sounds like there was probably some finger pointing maybe, and not at himself. Uh, you know, it's a team game, but he did not play well, and I think he, I was maybe even embarrassed by that, and I don't think the team was too happy with the way he handled it. Uh, there's rumblings that at the end of the game he refused to go back out, and. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens this offseason. I personally don't think he's going anywhere, uh, but his contract, he's got a couple more years left, so we'll see what happens down the road. Yeah, so he, th this is his fourth year that he's going in. They have the option to extend the fifth-year option, and in addition to that, so that's two, right, that they could have. But there's been some news that have been coming out of there that it seems like they've been talking, uh, that they're looking forward to an extension, so they like him. Maybe it was just a little rough patch because we never heard anything before, uh, so – We'll see, but uh, definitely to keep your eyeballs on something uh, about that little guy down there in uh, Glendale. <laughs> that that short guy? That short guy. I love that you put short in quotes. Kimberly has an, uh, one of these. She loves Tom Brady. Listen, this is my wife. She loves Tom Brady <laughs> to the point in which where I don't really get uncomfortable because it's like Tom Brady, you know, but uh, she loves Tom Brady. Do you think that he's done? Like, do you think he's really, really done done? I do. Uh, I think if he was going to keep playing, he would have stayed in Tampa. There's no reason for him to leave. Uh, there's nothing more for him to prove about trying to take a third team to the Super Bowl, maybe. He's already considered by most to be the greatest of all time. Uh, he's got nothing left to prove, so I don't see why he would retire just to unretire uh, in a month. Yeah, listen, this guy's 44 years old. He's done everything on planet Earth that is possible at the quarterback position. So... While I don't, I could foresee him pulling a Favre. I can see it <laughs> happening. I don't. I don't think that he will. He made a lot of comments about wanting to really direct uh, most most of his energy toward being a dad. And listen, there's no shortage of people trying to tie him to the 49ers for the third time. Huh. Like he grew That's, up watching yeah, the 49ers. So, uh, well, there's I totally get it. There's also some news now. He's involved in a movie production. I guess he has his own production company, and uh, there's a movie in the works that is related to a uh, group of four best friends who are road tripping to uh, to watch Tom Brady take on the Atlanta Falcons in the NFC or, uh, Super Bowl. 
And so that's that's kind of interesting. So he's got some other things going on in his life outside of football now. He's he's done it all, right? Like yeah. it, it has to end. It has it, to end. Kimberly, it has to end. Okay? It has to. Sorry. It has to end. <laughs> I, I know that you love – she really wanted to go see him, like really wanted to go see him. And we play – the 49ers play against Tampa Bay this year. So I know that in the back of her mind, she was like just holding on to anything. She sees these memes with – you know, Brady and then the red number 12 and she gets really excited, but I don't think it's happening. Uh, but who else should we talk about? There's a guy that's a free agent that hurt his ACL uh, last year, early on with his uh, tenure with the uh, New Orleans Saints, that I think that he's going to be a big player in this entire market. Um, other than yeah. Rogers, other than, you know, potentially Russell Wilson, this guy's a free agent. He can go anywhere. And he showed me some things early on. What were they five and one with him under at the helm in new Orleans there, Ronnie? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I think he can play. Uh, I know he led the league in interceptions a couple of years ago when he was with Tampa. Uh, I think he's learned a little bit having spent a year under Drew Brees and he looked pretty good last year. Uh, not, not a world beater by any means, but he looks like the kind of quarterback that maybe can take your team to the next level uh, if you've got the right pieces around him. So uh, it sounds like the Saints want him back. Uh, they, you know, have uh, some substantial salary cap issues to, to work out there. But uh, if they have their way, he'll be staying put, I think. Yeah, well, yes and no. So there's a couple different things where I, I think it's a natural – fit where we just kind of think maybe he'll remain there, but it's not the same new Orleans that he would be setting no. foot into in, in, in year two in that building, Sean Payton's gone. And so that was a huge piece that, that was somebody that was in his corner. Um, he's coming off the ACL, right? So I'm, I'm wondering what, what's different there in the fact of how healthy is he going to be come training camp time? And I'm sure that will affect his market a little bit. He's already posting a bunch of workout, much to the chagrin of Joe Burrow, by the way, uh, <laughs> posting a bunch of workout videos showing how he is. But outside of New Orleans, I think that would be natural fit. They have a need at quarterback uh, big time. But outside of New Orleans, where do you think that he he would go? You know, while you were saying all of that, it just kind of jumped into my head. Wouldn't that be something if he goes back to Tampa? And, would, I mean – <laughs> it could happen. I mean, let's say because Tampa, I think we're in agreement. They they still have a Super Bowl roster if they can keep uh, uh, Godwin and Fournette on that roster. So let's say Rodgers goes somewhere else where stays in Green Bay and Garoppolo and all of these, some of these other upper tier quarterbacks go elsewhere. And Tampa's left either with Kyle Trask or see what they can get if they can sign um sign Winston and Winston might not even go for that though. At the same time, be like, Hey, you guys turned your back on me once and shipped me out. So, but I think that would be kind of crazy if he actually went back uh, two years later and, and led that team again. Now you say that it just popped in your mind, but I feel like there was somebody that was commenting also at the same time. <laughs> uh, he threw it in there. I think it is actually, it makes sense, but there's a couple things where I'm, I think not first is BA will still be there. B.A. was the yeah. one that shipped him out, okay? He had 30 interceptions under Bruce Arians. <laughs> Bruce Arians is not going to forget about 30 interceptions. Mind you, he threw those 30 interceptions on a roster that I felt like was very ready to compete. Tom Brady came in. Yeah, he brought a couple guys, but he took them and won the Super Bowl with the team that Jameis had won. Jameis, I apologize, Scott. I always mess up his name. <laughs> but that... He couldn't get to the playoffs just the year before. Tom Brady came in, wins the Super Bowl with that roster. So I'll, I'll say this though, with with Tampa, when when Winston was there, Fournette was not, um, and neither was Gronkowski. Those were two pretty significant additions, especially Fournette. I feel like uh, to that roster. So if you've got somebody like that that you can count on and depend on to hand the ball off then maybe Bruce Arians changes his philosophy a little bit and isn't quite so pass happy and can live with uh, a more of a running game oriented offense and let Winston, you know, uh, see what he can do. And so the six games that he played in last year, do you think that the, those performances would be enough to convince Bruce Arians that, okay, maybe he has learned a little bit under uh, Peyton Man or 
Peyton. Sean Payton. <laughs> Sean, Payton. Sean Payton. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's really tough because that marriage ended for a reason. Like, yeah, usually that's not a, a, a really good thing to end it. And then you just kind of come back. Right. I think there's other places that he could go. Now, if there was nobody else knocking at his door, I think that might be an option sure. if, if that worked out. But I like Pittsburgh as an area where he can go. Pittsburgh does not like to give up a lot of draft capital for anybody. They did for Minka or, or uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, right? Mm -hmm. That's probably the most recent one what they did, and that has worked out extremely well for them. But I can't see them getting really overactive in the quarterback market. I can see them making a sub-fair offer for Jimmy G. I can see them potentially going after Jameis and signing him to maybe a one to two year prove it deal as a bridge quarterback while maybe looking at the draft, um, maybe not even this year, but next year potentially. But there's a lot around him with a really good defense. They got some good receivers. Juju is going to be on the market, but they they survived without Juju you know, yeah. this last year. And they got Najee Harris back there. I, I think that would be a really good fit for, for Winston. I think it could certainly be a fit, and he's only 26 years old. So you mentioned uh, the Steelers drafting a future quarterback. If Winston comes in there, they bring him in on a free agent deal, do you still think they draft somebody, or do they go ahead and draft a rookie quarterback this year and see what happens with Winston uh, this coming season, or do they just plant their flag with Winston and move forward, and maybe they pick up a quarterback down the road? Because like I said, 26 years old, you still got a good probably 10 years at least with Winston if he, if he uh, can, can play well. We know that he's a star. I mean, he's, he's a former number one overall pick in the NFL draft. Okay. He, he, he's a good player. Now there was that whole thing with his, I can't remember his, he had LASIK surgery, you know, all those yeah. memes where he's, he's like this and they're like, <laughs> he's thrown to the other team. Yeah. I think, yeah. It, I think that might've helped him. Uh, he still has interception problems. He does. He turns over the ball. That's what he does. He is mobile, but the problem now, I, I'm just thinking about this, he's coming off an ACL, which this is not the ACL of the 90s where it ends your career. These are the ACLs of 2022 where you can come back in nine months and can play professional football. So right. I don't know how much that's going to do. I just think New Orleans is handcuffed as far as quarterbacks. And right. I, I might I think that they might stick with Hill. He's been he's been beating down that door to have the opportunity to be the quarterback there since Breeze and even under Winston. I don't think he's a good quarterback. He's from Pocatello, Idaho, so I like him. <laughs> but they're still $42 million over the cap right now. And a, a quarterback, he's going to garner, what, 8 to $10 million, right? Yeah, probably. Just the quarterback. So I I don't know I I can see I can see Indianapolis making a run at him too because we keep talking about Wentz and who would they yep. go to I can see them bringing in maybe keeping Wentz and bringing in Winston and saying hey let's <laughs> the Wentz and Winston show <laughs> the Wentz and Winston show hey, so the one where we don't get W's yeah <laughs> so going back to your comment about Taysom Hill um, I feel like if the Saints had faith and confidence in him they would have never brought Winston onto the roster in the first place because Hill was there. Uh, and they had packages for him in the game too. So I thought it was a little bit telling that they brought in another quarterback uh, before Breeze even retired. So I do question, you know, whether the Saints believe that he'll can be a full-time uh, franchise quarterback or not in this league. He's a good tight end. He's a good H-back, U-back, whatever back other than quarterback. In the NFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. So I don't think, uh, so my question is, let me ask you this. Do you think that if Winston gets a job, that it's a starter, that he, it's a starting job? I do. Yeah. I, I so think he, I think he did enough last year to show at least a couple of teams and general managers out there that he can probably, probably play. Uh, I think if you're bringing him in because of his age, you're not bringing him in as a gap guy. Uh you're not bringing him in to help uh, along a, a youngster or a rookie. I think you're bringing him in to be the guy. Uh, and I don't know. The question it comes down to, is there a team who's a quarterback away from contention? Is there a team like that that's willing to kick those tires? Or would he be going more to a, I don't know, let's say the Giants, where he's going to compete with Daniel Jones? 
or or maybe Philly where he can compete with Hertz? Would it be a situation like that? No, I think I think you bring up a good point. What's really crazy about this entire quarterback issue is I don't think so early on in free agency, I, I think Winston's gonna wait because what's gonna happen with Favre or Favre? Geez. <laughs> I'm already thinking about Favre because Rogers is being very Favre-esque right now. Right. It's yep, weird how sure that's kind of come full circle there. But it's gonna depend on what happens with Rogers. If he goes somewhere, that's gonna change the market a little bit. Um, I definitely think if Russell Wilson is potentially available, I mean, there's there's teams that have called and have been ringing the phone. Same thing with Green Bay. Um, so wherever those team those those players go, I think is gonna determine where some of these other dominoes go. But how long do you wait? Like, what if you wait? Like, I don't think you can wait forever because you got the end of April as the NFL draft. Like when one domino goes, I feel like they're all going to go. But how yeah, long do you I wait think for that, that domino? That first domino is going to be Rogers. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting. So if so we're talking about all this quarterback movement and everything, if these quarterbacks don't move, so then you've got teams like Denver or Philadelphia, some of these that are kind of on the fringe of a playoff contention. I know Philly made the playoffs and all last year, but yeah. Is the NFC. So if those guys don't go anywhere, Rogers stays in Green Bay, Wilson stays in Seattle, that's going to hike up the market price for these free agent quarterbacks like Winston or Mariota or Trubisky. Uh, so if that happens, uh, then, you know, Winston can get a good payday. If it ends up where these guys go to these other teams, so that kind of reduces the number of teams that are looking for a quarterback, I think that's going to bring down the cost a little bit. Uh, but I don't think he's going to have to wait that long. I think most of these decisions – by guys like Wilson Rogers will be made probably in the next few weeks leading up to free agency. Yeah. And you know, free agency is right around the corner. Mind you, we also have on Tuesday, the NFL combine that's going to get going. So we're going to see all these guys, by the way, we're going to be able to take a look at the NFL combine. You said on the third, uh, I believe so. Yeah. Be able to see it, and that's quarterbacks, receivers, tight ends. So we'll be able to kind of see, there's not a huge market out there, which is nuts. I can see somebody overpaying for Wentz and I can see somebody overpaying for Jimmy G, but I do really like, uh, I, I feel like Pittsburgh's a good spot. I feel like Indy could pull it off. Hell, even Denver, I they're going to have to make a uh, move at quarterback. And if it's not Rogers, who is that? Do you think they do the same thing? Like with, cause Bridgewater is still a, he's going to be a free agent. Do you think they wait and see if they can get somebody else and then maybe potentially sign Bridgewater? But I think Winston could potentially go to the Broncos. I think Winston's an upgrade from Bridgewater. That's just that's my personal opinion. I've I mean Bridgewater's been okay, uh, but I think just purely talent wise, if you can get better decision making out of Winston, I think he's the better quarterback. Uh, overall. Um, and I wanted to kind of go back to the, the combine. You mentioned that while it goes as far as the quarterbacks go, this happens every year. There's going to be at least one quarterback there. Everybody's going to be like, Holy crap. Did you see what he did at the combine? And he's going to shoot up the, the, the draft boards, somebody like a Malik Willis, who's got athletic skills off the charts. Uh, I think he, somebody like that could go in and they're surprised. So people might be uh, going after him, but there's always a name, every combine, quarterbacks wise this just starts climbing the the draft board so we'll see what happens with that but i think winston could fit in in denver um i would be a little bit i, I don't know i just don't see john away necessarily as a winston fan you know a quarterback seeing another quarterback for some reason to me that just doesn't sound like a good marriage yeah, and well, I'll tell you one thing about Denver is that he's not walking out of supermarkets with crab legs tucked into his shorts, you know, <laughs> that he did it when he was in Florida. So he's not doing that in Denver. I can no, tell you that. Definitely so, not. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, Dawson, I agree with you, man. I think that Pittsburgh is a great place for him. Um, I think that it could go between Winston and, and Jimmy G potentially in, uh, in Pittsburgh. I definitely think – they there's no way that they're turning the keys over to Mason Rudolph there. There's there's no way <laughs> we saw Mason Rudolph. Yeah, we're gonna we need to do something else. <laughs> yeah, uh, they uh, Rudolph's been there for a minute too. This is not like a first second year guy. So I think they know what they have in him. I think we all know what they have in him, right? Uh, so um, yeah, Winston um, Garoppolo. I think those are probably the two most likely. And if I had to pick between those two, I'd probably say Winston. 
just because we know that the Steelers don't really have a history of trading, uh, giving up a lot of assets for for a quarterback. But um, you mentioned Minka Fitzpatrick, so there is a little bit of a uh, recent history there of trading for some players, but uh, I think I would have to go with Winston as far as that uh, matchup with the Steelers. I gotcha. Well, I can't wait for this topic here. I'm going to go ahead and uh, change it. I know Scott's going to go nuts right now. (laughs) Ronnie, what are your thoughts on Kirk? We've had a lot of discussion kind of off the mic about him. Um, I have a hard time with some of the numbers that he asked for. And kind of, I mean, this is a contract year. So he's under contract in, in 2022. I know that in previous years, he's had that franchise tag in Washington. I wonder, do you think that this is a year where they might make a trade? Or do you think that they're going to stay pat with Kirk and give him an extension? That's a tough question because what he's asking for is a lot. Um, what is I don't he asking know... for? Let's let everyone know. Just let out the dirty laundry for Kirk. <laughs> 40 million a year, I believe it is. Woo! Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that puts him up there with the Mahomes and Allens of the world. And I'm sorry, he's not that. I, I will say this. I think if Washington had played their cards right when he was there, uh, they'd probably be in a very different place today than they are now as far as uh, the football team, the commanders, whatever you want to call them. Uh, and, you know, and I even said back at that time, too, when the Red, I almost said it again, the commanders. <laughs> it's, um, it's the offseason. We'll get there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So when the commanders were, were working with uh, with him back in the day and franchise tag after franchise tag, they wouldn't give him the money that he was asking for. And my thought was always the grass is not always greener on the other side, especially when it comes to quarterbacks. If you've got one that can play, you keep him. Like I, I, To this day, I don't understand what they were thinking. But they moved on from him, whatever. The Vikings better for it. I think he's a good quarterback, and I think the Vikings can win with him. I, I He's not worth $40 million, though, and he's already come out and said, I have no intentions of taking a pay cut which that bothers me. Uh, I think if you're truly a team player and you truly want to win, 40 million, take a pay cut, get 30 million. I mean, Jesus, come on. <laughs> I, 30 million, 40 million, whatever. You can still afford the Lamborghini. You can still afford the house of your dreams. I mean, it, it makes no sense to me, but uh, I, I think he stays there. It's going to be interesting though, once the contract is up, I, it really is. They got a new new coaching staff this year too. Uh, so we'll see how that plays into it, what they do with him. Uh, do they let him throw the ball more often? Do they go more to uh, a run game with uh, Cook? I don't know. It's going to be an interesting year, and I think how this year goes will go a long ways towards determining what they do with him in the future. I think he's a really good quarterback. Now, here's the thing. he, Him and Jimmy G get paired together, and a lot of it is because of Kyle Shanahan because he coached both of them. And I remember there's a specific point before the 49ers got Jimmy G that they had all eyes on Kirk Cousins. Like, I thought he was going to be a 49er for the longest time. I wouldn't have minded it. Now, here's the deal. Everybody, oh, he's not an elite quarterback. Yeah, we know. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) There's only a handful of those guys. It's it's okay that he's not. Okay. There's two. I'll, I'll say there's two. No, there's more than two, Ronnie. <laughs> Let's stop it right now. We're gonna get we're, people are gonna shut us off. <laughs> he's not he's he's not an elite quarterback, but I think that he's right there between I don't know seven to twelve. I think you can make an I argument that's that fair. he's in seven to twelve. I think seven is on the high end for somebody who's a fanboy. I think twelve is <laughs> on the low end for somebody who doesn't appreciate the guy. But I think on average, yeah. you can say he's right in there. That's a good place to be for having a quarterback. He has the tools around him. He's got Justin Jefferson, who's going nuts out there. Obviously, they have a a tremendous rapport out there. They got Dalvin Cook. He's a really good running back, and he's tough as nails. He does get hurt a little bit, but when he came back from that, yeah. (laughs) I mean, listen, it's running back, but they also have Alexander Madison there, Mm -hmm. right? So they have an offense that can get it done. What happened to the Vikings this year, to me, I don't think you can really put it on the offense. Now, were there times the offense could have helped the defense out a little bit by putting an extra score on the board? Absolutely. You can say that about every single team in the NFL in certain situations. For sure. To me, I think the defense really um, kept them out of the playoffs. I I think they had a a playoff offense that could do some things. Now, their defense, they, they couldn't consistently get after the quarterback. They gave up a lot of big plays. 
And I would have a lot of discussions with Scott in our comments right now. And he would be, no, 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 no. They're going to mess it up. They're going to mess it up. They're going to mess it up. And I'm like, come on. They're up by, I don't know, 25 points. And they almost messed it up. Their defense I, did, you know. And I'd be curious to see if, see if Scott chimes in here shortly with where he would put Cousins as far as rank-wise amongst the uh, current league starters. So if he, he stays, right? But let's play the game of maybe he goes somewhere. Okay. I don't think he is. I don't think he is, but there's a lot of different different places. Do you think there's a team that gets, I guess, left at the altar, so to speak, with all this quarterback stuff, and they need one? They really, really need one, and they're willing to throw some picks at a team like Minnesota that has a coaching regime change. Do you think it's a possibility that somebody could offer them some picks to get Cousins and pry him away in a contract year? Or is that fantasy? I think it's fantasy, and I think that mainly because of the contract. I don't say – uh, I mean, let me backtrack a little bit. There, There's probably somebody out there that would take that contract in the final year if they legitimately thought he could take their team to the Super Bowl. So my question is, is there a team out there that you think he could take to the Super Bowl outside of the Vikings? And I'm not saying the Vikings are a Super Bowl team, but if he, if he leaves, what team – has the pieces that he could take them all the way. It's controversial. But I think the I think the Broncos, I think he'd be really good with the Broncos, but here's the but. If we're talking can take him to the Super Bowl, I don't think that happens in that division. I think he makes them compete in the division. Yeah. I, I think that he would help compete against uh, Justin Herbert. I think he would help compete against Patrick Mahomes and Derek Carr, who I know is on our slate to talk about here shortly. I think he would help get them there. And that's why I think if somebody like Denver, let's say Rodgers doesn't go there. Let's say Rodgers stays put. Russell Wilson stays put. You got Jimmy G, who would probably be the next quarterback in line to go somewhere. And we know that he's going to go somewhere. Would that be to a Denver? And maybe what if Jimmy goes to Pittsburgh or Jimmy goes to Indianapolis? Now all of a sudden Denver needs a quarterback. They have Drew Locke. They have Teddy Bridgewater, who's a free agent right now. They got Jameis Winston that is a free agent. Like, what do you do? Like, you need to compete with that division. You have to. Like, people are getting fired because of it. There's only one quarterback currently out there that I can see competing with that division. Like, legit competing. And that's Deshaun Watson. Ooh, we haven't (laughs) talked about him. We haven't talked about him. Should we we change that a little bit? Yeah, let's go ahead. Where do you think he's going to be playing, man? Uh, I think that's a, a great... A, a, a possibility you know he it, could oh, go there i think denver is a probably a possibility for just about any one of these quarterbacks we've named they are desperate yeah. i feel like uh and so much so that i think they'd be willing to pay up to get their the guy that they feel could take them to the next level uh because so far they've been just swinging and missing like they keep getting it's beyond three strikes at this point for them they outside of manning before him, they were striking out. After him, they've been striking out. They just have not been able to land that guy. And uh, I, I think they would be willing to overpay to get somebody. And maybe they give up three draft picks, three first-round picks for for somebody like Watson. I have such a hard time saying last year, three first-round picks before all the stuff came out. Yep. All that stuff came out, and he hasn't played for a year. I have a hard time saying he's three first-round picks. I can say three first-round picks for Rodgers. He's been yeah. playing. He was the, he's a MVP last year. Yeah, but Watson or Watson, uh, Rogers ain't going to play that much longer. So is three first rounds worth him playing for a season or two for you? So you're talking he's more valuable potentially because of his longevity, like compared yeah, he's 26 to 26 years old. Yeah, him and Winston are the youngest too. So if you, uh, yeah, I, I know the legal stuff off the field is is a huge uh, point of contention. But well, no, by April first. So that's a thing. That's a good deal. Yeah. So if that can get cleared up and let's say he faces a, I don't know, an eight game suspension, I have no idea what it would be, but there's probably going to be a suspension of some sort. Right. So do the Broncos. It's like, okay, we can have arguably a top five quarterback, give up three first round picks. And we're going to have this guy maybe for 10 years and all the legal stuff is finalized. It's clear. It's done. You, you can move on now. Do the Broncos pull the trigger on something like that? 
Yes. I, I agree. Yeah. They have to. They they would have to. Now, here's the thing. Do you think that he's really getting suspended? The dude didn't play at all last year. None. Like, I don't know if, you, if that counts as time served. Like, if, I, yeah, I don't know. A deal? Like, <laughs> I, I have no I idea. I feel like I, I, an argument could be conjured up around that he didn't play at all last year due to the legal issues and whatever was going on there with the owner McNair and, you know, what's going on. But you could make an argument that the NFL might not suspend him because he didn't play last year. They could be like, well, he didn't play at all. So, and that was because of his legal issues. Yeah. I don't know if there's been a precedent set for something like this before. Like, is this the is team the weirdest ever, thing. Yeah. I don't know that a team has ever said, okay, we're going to hold on to you. We're not going to let you go, but we're not going to play either. And then the least like, okay, well now that that's all done, we're going to step in and give you, I, I, yeah, we've never seen anything like this. This is, Again, one of those storylines this this offseason that's just crazy, and it'll be interesting to, again to see what happens. So Denver, right? So let's let's pretend he is going somewhere. He he is going somewhere. There's no way that they're going to pay him thirty two million dollars to just sit there, right? To just sit there and do nothing, which is pretty much what he did. Now he did get paid, but nonetheless. His market is he wants to go out there and be a, a a player. So let's let's pretend April first rolls around. There's not going to be any legal action other than you know he still has to deal with this civil stuff. In the eyes of the NFL, I'm sure that they're conducting all that stuff. But even let's say a four game suspension. Let's just throw that out there. So we got the Broncos. What about a team like the Washington Commanders? They need a quarterback. They're going to have a hard time rolling Taylor Heineke out there over and over again and being successful. I love Taylor Heineke. I think he's a scrapper. I think he's a good athlete, but he's on that bottom tier level of quarterbacks that started in the NFL. Now, if they got a Deshaun Watson and paid for him, like, I feel like, I mean, can you imagine Dak versus Deshaun in the NFC East? That would be, that'd be tremendous for the NFL, for everybody. Yeah. And I think Deshaun Watson has a little bit more of that, that clutch factor too. Because uh, we've seen him do it when he was at, at Clemson, he, uh, he you know was able to beat Alabama. Uh, we've seen him play well um, in the NFL and make some comebacks. Most notably, the one I remember, of course, is when he brought them back against Buffalo in the playoffs a few years ago, down sixteen to nothing. So he's he's shown a, a propensity to, for being able to do that. So I think he has more of that clutch uh, gene in him. And so that would be fun to watch those two go at it uh, for you know however long it is. I'm not sure what Prescott's age is, but I'm pretty. I think they're pretty close uh, in age. But uh, yeah, uh, April first, once that comes around, I think we'll, we'll probably as we get closer to that, we're probably going to hear more, know a little bit more about what's going to happen. Uh, and I could see, yeah, I could see him going to going over to the NFC side. That's and I'm fine with it. Get him out. Ship him off to the other side yeah. of the. You got enough quarterbacks in the we AFC. Got, I we got plenty. I have the perfect landing spot for him, though. And this is an epiphany I had as we're talking about it. I agree with you, Scott. Dak Prescott is overrated, and he can continue <laughs> being overrated as long as the 49ers can just keep beating Dallas. As long as everybody can keep beating Dallas, they don't play anybody anyway. So okay, that's fine. But the Philadelphia Eagles. Now let's think about this. They have salary cap space. They have first-round picks. And if he is suspended, they have Jalen Hurts. Would you be opposed to, like, you put Deshaun in there and say, hey, here you go. I know that there might be a suspension or whatever, but in the meantime, we got Jalen Hurts. But let's say it's an eight-game suspension. We take half the season. Jalen Hurts gets you to four and four. And now Deshaun Watson's taking over. That's a pretty dang good scenario. And they have three first rounders in this year's draft. Like they, they could pull it off. I don't like the idea of Hertz staying on though. I feel like if they were to bring in another quarterback like a Deshaun Watson, uh, I, I almost feel like you'd have to ship off Hertz. I don't feel like that that would be good for the locker room. Um, plus, I don't think you're going to get his uh, value any higher than it is right now in, in a yeah. potential trade. So if you give up three first rounds for Deshaun Watson, maybe you can get at least one of those back from another team by trading Hurts. Because Hurts is young enough, and I think he's done enough, that there will be a team willing to give up a first for him. 
Yeah. I well, okay. Now <laughs> you're gonna give up a first for Jalen Hurts, but not Jimmy. Now you're hurting my feelings. Oh, I didn't I didn't say I wouldn't do that either. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> as far as the scenario sending Watson over to Philly, I, I'm not a fan of the Philly roster myself. I, I think they're more than a quarterback away, but if you could get a Watson at his age, you have some time to continue to build that roster. So well, and especially with the draft, how it is this year, like if you give up two of your first rounders this year, when a, a, a majority of the draft, I think that you can say is anywhere between like your good players, there's a lot of depth between, I would say 50 and I don't know, 85. Like that's the, there's a meat of this draft and that's where it is. It's not top heavy with the first round that we're accustomed to probably seeing. Right. Like last year was very top heavy. You look at the first 10 picks it's unbelievable. You're going, oh my gosh. I mean, there could be some, I don't want to say Hall of Fame, but there's a lot of players that played really, really well that are in some really good situations uh, in there. Now you put Watson there, even if he has to go through a suspension, you have Hertz, who's on a cheap rookie contract, by the way, you still have a first and you still have a lot of draft capital to be able to draft your players and put people around whoever it is. And maybe you don't ship off Jalen Hurts this year, but you ship him off maybe or maybe even before the, the trade deadline if a quarterback goes down for somebody, which we've seen happen. Right. Or you save him for next year and say, hey, he's available. He's a good kid. He did everything that he possibly could. But we got Deshaun Watson now. Um, and we want him to go in a winning situation. And you put him on the market next year and you get even more. Uh, I just think overall for business-wise in the NFL, I think that would that might be a good move a good spot to go with yeah you know it'd be kind of fun to watch they get a trade get watson over there and let's say Devonte adams signs with philadelphia to play with him i can't wait to see where Devonte adams goes to and who he ends up playing with I, he's going to end up with one of the better quarterbacks in this league i don't think he's going to sign for to go play for daniel jones or something like that but uh shots fired yeah shots fired. <laughs> all day <laughs> Shocker that Daniel Jones isn't an upper echelon quarterback. Everybody, don't freak out over that. Okay? Yeah, please. We please all, don't. we all, we all know that. <laughs> I Devonte Adams is one of those court or one of those receivers that I think is he's. Do you think he's tied to Rodgers, or do you think that? I feel like that's who he's keeping an eye on. But if he stays, it sounds like Devonte's gone. I don't know if they're going to be able to retain him and Rodgers because Rodgers is saying he wants fifty million now. <laughs> but you uh, want to talk about, oh my God, what is he the talking Packers, about? Packers, they'll find a way. Uh, I think if Roger stays, Adams does too. Uh, in fact, um, the podcast I was listening to the other day, I, I can't recall who it was, but um, Rodgers has, has said that his decision will come sooner than later for the team and for Adams. I think Adams is waiting to hear what Roger's going to do. If Rodgers leaves, I, it's going to open the door for Adams to go wherever. But I think if Rogers stays, then it, uh, Adams' intent is to stay as well. Um, so for selfishly as a fan, uh, nothing against Green Bay, but I just think it'd be so exciting to see him go somewhere else and play for another quarterback like, I don't know, a Herbert. Or so, here, so here, Chris Hafner here. What's, what's up, Chris? Appreciate you listening. He says Devontae gets tagged. Now, the thing about him getting tagged is – that's a hefty salary cap price. He's he's going to get paid. I think it's within the top twenty five percent, which at receiver is over fifteen million dollars, right? And I I want to say it might even be seventeen, like right in there. So that means you're paying Aaron Rodgers forty five million dollars to fifty million dollars, and Devonte Adams getting tagged at. 15 to 17 million dollars. Now let me take a look at the math over here real quick. <laughs> the Packers are 30 million dollars over the cap right now. So that means like if they're going to have to pay Rodgers, they tag Adams, who's out the door? Cuz somebody's out the door. It, I Jordan mean, Love is out the door. <laughs> what yeah, they're like his entire rookie contract is uh done. I I don't know. I I think I feel like Rodgers is going to make a move here and he's going to make it quick. He even mentioned that this last week and I think that's going to help Devonte. but I have a hard time seeing where they, they both are able to stay together financially. I think, I know they want to, but financially, unless Rogers says, okay, Devonte, I won't take $50 million. I will only take 
the 35 that I'm currently getting, you can spread it out and turn them into some voidable years into some, uh, what do they usually do with the signing bonus, right? They, they right. convert the salary to a signing bonus and kind of spread it out over a period of time to try to free up some of that cap. I have a hard time saying that he gets tagged. I think wherever Rogers goes, he wants to be signed. Like, I don't know if he wants to be just tagged for that, but I, I so don't know. Do you think he wants to follow Rogers to wherever he goes? Cause if he goes to Denver, they're already kind of loaded at the receiving core. Um, and that's been the biggest one. Now I've seen some tagging him or not tagging him, but, uh, saying the Colts possibly, I don't know if the Colts really have the assets to do it, but if he went there and Adams followed him there, that could be a scary offense with Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. But I, I just, I don't know that they're married to each other if they leave. I think that's only if they both remain in, in Green Bay. It would almost be a shame because I do, and I'm a Niner fan. I love watching those guys play together. Love beating them in the playoffs. But <laughs> sorry, Chris. But those guys together are magic. It's really like uh, Jordan and Pippen, just the way that they always know where each other are. But sometimes I feel like he also gets locked in on Devontae. I know in that, yeah. that that divisional game, he had Alan Lazard running about a 17-yard dig wide open. And he threw a deep ball to Devontae, who was double covered. He was double covered because somebody blew their coverage on Alan Lazard. And he gets, you know, and I know that is one of those things you, I would still throw it up to Devontae at times. <laughs> yeah. But there, it's going to, Devontae's a lot younger. And I know he wants to stay with Aaron, but I just don't, I almost feel like this is the breaking point. I don't know if they're able to sign both. I know that they want to keep Rodgers happy. If they say, hey, Aaron, we can't keep Devontae, I think Rodgers is gone. Oh, yeah. Without question, I think you're right on that. And here's the thing, too. With the Devontae Adams, uh, they could backload his contract. Yeah. You know, give give Rodgers his money now because I think he only plays for another couple of years in this league. And then backload an Adams contract where he's getting most or the bulk of his money three years down the road. Um or maybe they just, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they do it. And and I've seen these general managers somehow tweak these salary caps to make things work. Uh, so maybe they give Adams a two-year deal because Rodgers is only going to be around for two more years. And then after that, he, he goes elsewhere. We're going to hear a lot and, and learn a lot, I think, over the next couple of weeks. Now, Chris brings up a really good point here, though. You can... Uh, even with the $46 million contract for Rodgers, they can convert a bunch to bonus and save 20 on the cap, even resigning him. He's absolutely right. This year, Rodgers is owed, uh, well, his cap number is $46.6 million. So I think he's going to give them the ability to have some wiggle room. I think you're right. It is potentially, the more that you look at it, that they could stay. But what are they, like, are they going to be a better football team then? That's that's my thing. Like, I guess you can argue: Are they a better football team if Rogers leaves, which they're not? But where are that means they're now. Like, they're doing yeah. everything for for right now, and that's kind of been the the talk around it. We'll we'll see. I can see somebody like Denver though that has a lot of pieces around that could do both for Rogers and Devontae, and be like, and we'll finally get to see Mahomes against Rogers. I don't know how we don't, haven't seen that yet. How have we not seen <laughs> yeah, Mahomes and Rogers every time? There's something that happens. Yeah, um, it's funny you say that. I, I I hate hearing the Mahomes versus Rodgers or the Allen versus Mahomes because they're not really playing against each other. This isn't the octagon. So I, it drives me nuts. It's the quarterback versus the defense. It's not the two quarterbacks on the field going toe-to-toe. It's, it drives me crazy. But I understand what you're saying. Um, and, and I think eventually we maybe we'll get that. But to see it twice a year, Denver versus Kansas City. And um, I, I I'm not going to lie. I would like to see somebody new rise to the top of that division, uh, preferably the Raiders myself. But uh, that's, oh. you know, <laughs> that's just me. Uh, I think if Rodgers ends up in Denver, though, that makes them the front runner for that division. For the division? For the division. Not Kansas City, not no. the Chargers. Wow. I The Chargers need more help on defense. Well, they do. That's a conversation down the road, but Kansas they couldn't City's stop anybody last year. Kansas City's going to need help. You know Tyron Mathow, the yeah. guy that's like held that defense together? He's a free agent, and I don't know if he yep. re-signs with Kansas City. Speaking of the AFC West, we're going to stay there. 
do you think cars staying in in Las Vegas with all this talk? I mean, it sounds like they're working on potentially getting a deal done. He's going to garner some more money because that quarterback market every time I think it's it's higher today than it was yesterday. It'll be higher <laughs> tomorrow than it is today. Yeah. Do you think that they're going to be able to keep him and maybe get a Devonte Adams over to Las Vegas to help in the arms race that is the AFC West? So I I think Carr stays, and I actually have seen some uh, analyst mocking, if you will, uh, Devonte Adams to to the Raiders, uh, and I think that would be that'd be pretty cool. I th- finally giving Carr a a weapon, somebody that he can throw to and count on, and rely on outside of Waller. You know they've had some receivers in the past. Hunter Renfro is he's he's okay, but he's more of a Wes Welker type. He's not somebody that's going to break it down the field for you and go, you know, like a Devontae Adams can. So I think that would be a pretty cool uh, signing there. But uh, at the end of the day, I think Carr stays. And I really don't know where he would end up if, again, he's not a free agent, so it would have to be in a trade. Now, what do you think his worth is in a trade? Was he two, three first-rounders as well or one? or He's at least worth a one. To me, he's at least worth the one. Um, I think he stays. I don't know. I don't think they can't let him out of that building. And the reason being is when you look around their own division, they you first have to compete within your division to be able to even think about playoffs, to even think about anything postseason related, right? So if you look around and you see, okay, we're playing against Justin Herbert twice. We're playing against Patrick Holmes twice. We don't know what's going on in Denver, but they're gonna, there's going to be a better quarterback than Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater there. I, I think we can agree yeah. on that. Yeah. So then you have Derek Carr, which potentially could be the the fourth best quarterback in that division. You can make that argument towards towards yep. it. But they have they have some money to be able to sign him. I think I, you got to keep him. But I, I think they need to bring in some other people. They they have a lot of they just need another receiver when Henry Ruggs did that horrible thing that he did. And I don't even want to talk about that because it irritates me really bad, but he opened up that offense with his speed, kind of like yeah. what Tyree kill does. He's not nearly as good of a route runner as Tyree kill is that is allowed to do a lot of the different things like run a 25 yard comeback and put a guy on break. Nobody else in the league is running a 25 yard comeback because there's simply not the time for Tyreek. There is because he gets there in 3.5 seconds. And Patrick Mahomes does his little thing. Jackson's doing a TikTok and he hits Tyreek Hill on a 25 yard comeback, man. While Brittany's spraying champagne. Yeah, while she's spraying champagne. They're not allowed to go to games anymore, I heard. But Derek Carr needs to have somebody else other than Waller. Mm-hmm. You, they have Josh Jacobs in the backfield who he gets hurt. And I was excited about um, Drake that was back there, Kenyon Drake. But I think Devonte would be great. They need to be able to retain him and add to that offense. They have to. I, I love Renfro and he's a playmaker. He, the dude looks like he's going to knock on my door and ask, do I know about the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is what he looks like. But yeah. he's out there scoring touchdowns after touchdown in clutch moments with with Darren Waller out there, they need a number one guy. I would love to they see do. them, and I would love to see Devontae Adams there. And I think it would be even kind of crazier to have Devontae or uh, Aaron Rodgers go to Denver and have to play against Devontae. I think that would be – it would be <laughs> very NFL-esque, I would say. It would. Uh, yeah, there's – and we have a number of wide receivers in the draft this year, and there are some other free agent options as far as wide receivers go. But you're absolutely right. Devonte Adams going to the Raiders and giving him a true number one uh, that he can count on would speak volumes to what that offense can do. I mean, look what they did last year with minimal weapons. Even with Waller out, they were still able to move the ball uh, relatively well and, and score some points. Um, they also, though, they they need some help on the defensive side as well. Uh, yeah. the, the pass rush is pretty good. Max Crosby is an absolute nightmare. The dude just, his motor does not shut down. But uh, they could use some help on the back end more. So, so but somebody like Adams, who cares if they can stop anybody? Because nobody's going to stop them. <laughs> or even uh, we've been talking so much about um, Adams, and I feel like the next show that we talk about is going to be running backs and receivers that we can kind of talk through the free agency piece. But one that we haven't talked about yet is Chris Godwin. 
The guy came yeah. off an ACL, right? And I feel like he was really good with Tom Brady. He was really coming into his own as his own type of playmaker. He was good and with Winston. He was good with Winston. And I think he was starting to overshadow a little bit of what Mike Evans does. Yeah. And what Antonio Brown, like Chris Godwin was becoming the guy there in Tampa Bay. And he's on the market. I wouldn't mind to see, and I feel like it would be a very Raiders move. Okay, we can't get Devontae, but we can get Chris Godwin and we can put him on the outside. I feel like that would be a really, really good move. Yeah, I, I'd i be on board for that too. Yeah. This quarterback stuff, I mean, I feel like we can have a show about it every single week. <laughs> and until one of these things happens, it's going to get crazy. When one of these dominoes falls of where one of these quarterbacks gets signed or traded, and I feel like, to me, I feel like the first one that's going to go off the board is Jimmy because he needs to be in another situation. And we talked about that already but i think i think jimmy's gonna go and then i think you're gonna start to see some a big name person either say they're staying or they're going and then it's gonna be every man for themselves every team for <laughs> themselves get a quarterback it's gonna go crazy and you're right i think once that first domino falls it, it's gonna be day after day there's gonna be something new uh and i think if if roger stays i, I think that's just gonna ramp up the activity and the trade talks related to wilson because teams like Tampa Bay, Denver, they're going to start really be like, okay, Seattle, we want your guy. What's it going to cost us? Uh, and I think those are two teams who are probably willing to be able to sell the farm to get those quarterbacks. Yeah, I I absolutely agree with you. It quarterback is where it starts. We know that it, if you're going to compete in the NFL, you got to have a guy. Like you, you got to have a guy. You can't have um, can't have maybe. Joe Flacco. You can't have Trendilfer. He's won a Super Bowl. Those two guys have won <laughs> those, Super Bowls. That's why I bring those. Those days are gone. That ain't you happening think so? again. Oh yeah, they almost happened in 2019 with Jimmy. No, they okay. almost. So happened. you're saying you're saying Jimmy Garoppolo is Jim Fla or Joe Flacco level? He's not a guy. I love Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, I love you, bro. You're a handsome fella. If you ever took my wife on a date, I'd be okay with it. That's how much I'm cool with you, bro. But you're not a guy. You're not a guy. He's. You have to play but, perfect around Jimmy, but. Ah, I think he you're right. He's, though. They almost and they didn't. I you yeah. have to have that guy in this day and age. There's not a lot of them out there. There's not, there's not a like lot. I of, said there's two. <laughs> there's more than two, Ronnie. Who's okay? Fine. We have eight more minutes. Who's your? Who's okay? I know that you have Mahomes and you have Allen. You're yeah. saying that Justin Herbert's not a guy. Aaron Rodgers is not a guy. <laughs> Russell Wilson's not a guy. Blow him up. Somebody hey, get in the comments. You, and you said yourself, man. Wilson. You said yourself, Wilson's not a guy. You've said that multiple times. No, I, said, I think I don't like the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I had to pick my, let's say top five, and no particular order: Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, Rogers. That fifth Herbert one. Over, little, oh, no particular order. Okay, I'm about to blow you up. That that fifth one's a little harder. Um, Wow. I don't think Burrow's in the top five yet. I think he might get there, but I don't think he's there yet. Since Brady retired, who would be number five? Prescott? No. 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 The guy, Prescott can't get out of the divisional round. I know. <laughs> Where would you put, so you're not a huge fan of Lamar Jackson's, I, Jackson. I know that. Like, I know that he's kind of in that conversation a little bit at least what he can do to an offense maybe it's not throwing the ball okay it's definitely not throwing the ball it's <laughs> well, running around and making plays so okay let's let's go back a little bit so you're saying you need a guy i'm thinking you need a guy who can actually throw the football yes so for that reason jackson's out okay i can okay. i can get behind you i like stafford stafford could be in there he's he earned his way this last year but he didn't I, I do would, it in detroit though no He's not a top five. I put I put Stafford in top ten. But but number five. Okay, who do we have? Who who? There's got to be somebody we're we're missing here. So Roethlisberger's gone. Okay, He's I gone. don't think. Yeah, so he was not a top five guy this last year. I don't year. know I if think he was at a top one twenty guys career. last year. Kyler Murray. Oh man, I don't know about Kyler Murray just because he he crumbles in the last part of the season i want yeah. him to be well okay i want to see his career do really really well but i don't want him in my division i think that he has the potential to be one of those guys 
but yeah. he just hasn't shown me consistently. So I don't know if Kyler Murray's in that top five. So I will say this is going to hurt Ronnie. I got to put Mahomes over Allen because he's got the ring. Okay. okay. I, that's okay. Okay. I, I'll put Allen two. Put Allen two. Rodgers is, is three. And at any, at any point, he can jump ahead of either one of those two. Yeah. At any day, he can. This, this is not a static list, by the way. This no. is like... This they can be number one in week five, and then there could be another <laughs> week, number one in week six. That's just how this list is. I do think Herbert is four. Mm-hmm. I think Herbert's four because I think the ceiling is so high with him. I mean, what other rookie? I mean, we saw Patrick Mahomes do some of the things that he did, but Herbert's out there throwing four to five touchdowns in an arena football game because his defense is giving up thirty some odd points a game. And he's keeping him in the game. So I, I I have Herbert there, and he's done it consistently. I don't know if I can put Joe Burrow there yet. I don't know. I think Stafford could. He could potentially be there. But now you have, like, these guys that are gone that we've grown up watching. This list was easy three years ago. Drew oh, Brees, yeah. yeah, Brady and Breeze, Brady. Manning. I'm going to say my number five, and I know you're going to disagree. Oh. I'm, I'm, I got, I'm putting Wilson in there at five. Good God almighty. We were <laughs> friends. We were friends, Ronnie. <laughs> I mean, Why? who else are you going to put? Oh, man. I, you want to know who I'm putting in there? Put Stafford. If he plays. I'm putting Stafford in there is who <laughs> I'm putting in. I'm putting in Stafford. You want to know why? Because I watched that guy have his back against the wall, get hit consistently in that Super Bowl, and I watched him come, this entire postseason started with, can Stafford do it? Can Stafford yeah. do it? Can Stafford do it? And he did it over and over and over again. He almost n- didn't do it overthrowing an interception in the NFC Championship game. He almost blew it in the in the Super Bowl. He did throw a couple picks in that Super Bowl, by the way. But he got it done because he has a guy by the name of Cooper Cup. <laughs> you know, and he he got it done. I think he is now, in my mind, a top five quarterback. I'll say Wilson six. Fine. Fine. <laughs> I'm not going to sleep tonight. Everybody. It's just, it's interesting to hear you say that when, you know, a few weeks ago you were taking Burrow over Stafford, but it's good to see that. I'm glad that Stafford kind of won you over a little bit. You, you want to know why? Cause he won the game. Yeah. You play to win the game. Ronnie, <laughs> And it matters. It matters that he won. If, if Burrow would have won that game, Burrow didn't play well in that game either. I go, mm-hmm. I went back on the all 22. He missed several reads wide open reads on that first fourth and one that he forced in to Jamar chase. He had two guys wide open to be able to move the chains. He will get there. I'm not saying that it doesn't matter what he's there in year two. He got to the super bowl in year two. That's great. He will become a guy by year four, a guy that I think you want to have. He's just not there yet. I think that moment got to him a little bit. He also got beat up. And by the way, when you get sacked seven times, Tom Brady has a hard time being Tom Brady. I.e., what's that Super Bowl uh, where they were 18 and 0? And the New York Giants says, I don't care. We're rushing four and we're going to sack you however many times. Tom Brady wasn't Tom Brady then. No. And that's what kind of happened to Joe Burrow. And that's okay. That happens. Let me throw this out there. If Deshaun Watson plays next season, is he number five? Is he a top five? He's, I need to see him. I need to see what he does. He, he was there with the, the Texans. I think he, he had a lot of uh, ceiling, but when you don't play, like there's going to be a rust factor that comes into this there. And who knows however long that's going to extend with a suspension or whatever happens. I don't think I can say that he's a top five guy right now. Does he have top five potential? Absolutely. That's why everybody would give up, you know, what they would potentially give up for him. Cause they know that he has that potential, but we haven't seen it with any other team and he's still pretty green. He's still green. Yeah. The only thing I, I will add to that though is you look at uh, somebody like Jamar Chase, didn't play his senior year. So he was out of the game for over a year before he took the field with Cincinnati. And he hit the floor or hit the ground running. So I don't know necessarily that having that year off is really a bad thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I would say at the quarterback spot, it, it's rough because you that clock, right? You have to get used to that clock again. Of throw, You can throw the ball all day looking yeah. great with the sh- your shirt off out there in July, <laughs> throwing to all these receivers. Everybody goes, oh, did you see that throw? Oh, did you see that throw? But when you have 
TJ Watt running after you, when you have a Nick Bosa, when you have a Joey Bosa, when you have Chris Jones, when you have these elite pass rushers almost hitting you in the face as you're letting it go, that's different. That's a lot different. And I I think you have to get used to that. I think you have to get used to that again. So I'm going to put Stafford in my five. I think I think Stafford is in that slid right in that fifth spot, um, and that's okay. But hey, uh, Ronnie, this has been awesome. It has been amazing to see how many of you have been involved in the comments. It's been awesome to watch. Uh, we want to say thank you for the support. This is something that we definitely plan on doing and, and continuing to grow. Our first live stream. I feel like it went really well, Ronnie. Uh, what are your thoughts? I think it went great. Uh, we had so many comments, we couldn't even get to all of them. <laughs> so that's cool to see. I really appreciate everybody uh, uh, interacting and, and and watching and listening. And it's been it's been fantastic. And don't forget, uh, you can also comment uh, on our Twitter page at the Peepcast, as well as our personal ones, which you can see scrolling there at Peebler22 and at Ronnie Eastham. Uh, we love to hear from you guys and have just just a normal casual conversation about football and maybe we'll add it to our, our uh, future episodes. Absolutely. And, and an ask that I have is, uh, you know, subscribe to the channel on there on YouTube, hit the notification, make sure that you uh, can see when we're going live, but share our stuff amongst your friends. The best way that any uh, sort of, whether it's a business or anything that you're trying to do, like, you know, let people know if you, if you like us, tell a friend, you know, let them know that, that what we're doing and, and include them on this because, uh, we love talking about football. We love to have you involved and seeing all those comments really uh, makes my heart warm on this uh, Saturday afternoon. But uh, until next time, Ronnie, when are we plan on going on here again? I think we're shooting for Monday. All right. We'll shoot for Monday. And I think we're going to have on the list, we're going to talk through some uh, free agent running backs and some free agent wide receivers and some potential matches that they have. And also, if there's anything that you want us to talk talk about, Make sure that you hit us up in the comments, tweet us, whatever it is, let us know. There's more than one avenue to to let us know your opinion, and we would be more than happy to cover it. But until next time, Ronnie, I think we're out. Yeah, everybody have a great weekend.